We do have with us now Tabitha Trelor, who is with the Richmond SPCA to talk about adopting during the holidays, the chaos during the holidays, the danger to your pets during the holidays. So, uh, Tracy, Tabitha, thank you for joining us this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. So, adopting a pet this time of year, I know that our shelters, frankly, are overwhelmed and they're they're full. So we do want people to adopt. What are some of the risks of adopting this time of year, adopting a pet, giving your child or somebody a pet for Christmas, and what should they take into consideration? Well, so there there used to be a lot of adages about um, discouraging adoptions at the holidays, but a lot of research in subsequent years has shown that the return rates are not any higher And in fact, um, people who get pets either as a gift or as a family at the holidays often bond even more closely to that pet because of the associations they have around that. But that said, it's always important to take into account your own household and family dynamics and make sure that you're making a lifetime commitment at a time that works for your household. Right. The pet is a lifetime commitment. It's not just a Christmas gift. I mean, you can open up your Christmas present, uh, your iPhone uh, or whatever you're getting, and that's an object. But your pet is your is now you're now bringing in another family member. And I think that a lot of people don't think about the long term of that. But you're right. And our, our shelters, why are they so full right now? It just seems like so many shelters are crying out for help. It is it unusual or is that just typical for this time of year? It's really that shelters have returned to the pre-pandemic intake levels, but yet staffing at both shelters and veterinary hospitals has been really challenging. Um, At both our uh, Susan and Martel Veterinary Hospital and at the spay-neuter clinic that we operate in Mechanicsville, we're still looking for an additional veterinary technician. And you know, we're we're definitely hiring, but it's the same for government shelters all over the state. Um, you know, and, and there have been people who have been impacted by drastic changes in their employment and income. Um, and so all of those factors, a lot of the shelters that we transfer from are, are pleading for assistance. And as a no-kill shelter, the Richmond SPCA's ability to, to respond and help those shelter partners is entirely tied to the number of pets we send home through adoption each week. Well, that's why it's so important that people adopt, don't shop. People who go out and buy these dogs from breeders, I just can't, I don't understand it. I truly do not understand it. We're talking to Tabitha Trelor from the Richmond SPCA. So I read a post recently, and you never know if anything, what's true, but somebody posted that they had two cats who passed away early December because they got involved in some flock Christmas tree. They were sleeping in the Christmas tree box and ingested the flocking. Is is a flock oh. Christmas tree a risk to pets? And what are some other dangers that we have to think about with our pets this time of year? I mean, I, went, I read one time poinsettias were unsafe to certain animals. What what are some risks that we have around the around the house this time of year? 
Okay, so I have to admit a little bit of ignorance that I don't know what a flocked Christmas tree particularly is. That's one that I'm going to be Googling. Yeah, I had to look it up as well. It's one of those white Christmas trees, and I guess they have a powder or something. I don't know, but I was pretty shocked, and I kind of did some research, and it looked like they they can be a risk to dogs and cats. Oh, wow. So anything that a pet ingests, foreign bodies are one of the biggest uh, reasons that pets go to emergency hospitals. Um, you know, so anything that they're ingesting that's not their normal diet, that's always going to be a risk factor. You mentioned poinsettias, and um, there is some information about toxicity of poinsettias, but it, it's not that so much that it's toxic as it's like, um, stomach upset. Um, you know, you always, particularly cats, do have the bad habit sometimes of chewing on our house plants. So you want to keep those in a location that your pet can't get to them. Um, particularly in decor, you know, I think that any of us with cats might have had the experience I have of an overturned Christmas tree. Right, exactly. Um, which, <laughs> Which, fortunately, in my case, there were no cats harmed. I can't say quite so much for my ornaments. But, um, but you know, you want to secure your Christmas tree in a way that it can't be turned over. And really keep an eye on, if you've got a live tree, not letting pets drink from the stand. Because fertilizers can leach out of, out of the tree and into that water and be really harmful. Um, a lot of other things that tend to be attractive uh, to cats particularly are the tinsel and that any kind of foil like that that's ingested has risk of, of either causing a blockage or actually harming the intestinal lining. Um, so you know, keeping an eye on, on your pets and if, if you have any suspicion that they might be kind of more inclined to get into things they shouldn't, then either securing them away while you've got the decorations up or um, or putting decorations in a way that you know that your pets can't get to them. Yeah, I don't understand how the tree is such a magnet for cat. The second we put that tree up, the cat comes wandering into the into the den and laying under the tree. Yes. It's so bizarre. I, it's just well, like it's a magnet. The, I think it's the natural curiosity about anything new that's out of place in their home. They've got to investigate it and inspect it. Um, and you know, so, so once it goes up, most of us have already had our trees up for a month or so now. So you, you know, whether or not it's, it's kind of, um, creating a danger zone, but, uh, we particularly keep like the particularly breakable ornaments up a little bit higher so that they are not the, um, uh, drawing attention to bat them around. Well, a Tabitha Tree Lore, I hope that people are listening, and I loved hearing that adoptions this time of year don't result in more return. That is great information. So anyone out there listening who is thinking about bringing a pet into their home this time of year, it's December 21st. You still have a few days to get to your local shelter, the Richmond SPCA, the Richmond Animal League, our Petersburg shelter I know was crying out. They have so many pets there. So many local organizations. So I think we can all agree, adopt, don't shop this holiday season for your pet. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Yes, you too. Thank you so much for spreading the word. Uh, We do also emphasize that December in Virginia is Puppy Mill Awareness Month. Um, And we have some great information on our website, richmondspca.org, about 
red flags and warning signs to look out for. Oh, just don't uh, don't buy a dog from any of these people. That's what I don't understand. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. RichmondSPCA.com. Is that right? Dot org. Dot org. RichmondSPCA.org. Thank you so much.